is Wednesday, December 13th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. LeBron and Luca go at it. And Herb's done for the year. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. Justin Herbert put on the IR, finished for the season. The Mavericks defeat the Lakers as Luka outduels LeBron. And Draymond back on his nonsense. What is the Vegas lead, Scott? We're going to get into the NBA because it was a great battle between Luka and LeBron as the Mavericks won that game 127-125. But let's start in the NFL. As we know, football is king and it is week 15 of the NFL season that gets kicked off tomorrow night, Thursday night football. And we will have a preview of that tomorrow morning. Um, either Fez or RJ will join us. I can promise you that. And we'll preview the Thursday night football game, which is going to be between the Chargers, the Justin Herbert-less Chargers, and the Raiders. Ooh, bad game got even worse, huh? Bad game got even worse. <laughs> Raiders are three-point favorites. Easton Stick, the starting quarterback now for the Chargers for the remainder of the season as Justin Herbert has season-ending surgery on his fractured finger. Yeah, and this wasn't the best season for Justin Herbert, but... It wasn't bad. I, there, the wins weren't coming, obviously, but this was a statistically. It wasn't his best, but it wasn't his. It wasn't dreadful either. Mm-hmm. He was what sixth in our uh, our mixed rankings here for uh, QBR and PFF grading, and uh, you know it makes a bad team look even worse. And and Easton Stick, I, listen, this guy was a a fifth round pick mm-hmm. out of North Dakota State. Um, I'm not sure. I, what I've seen of him, he can't play. Like, this this guy can't play in the NFL. And, and given the, all the things that are wrong with the, the Chargers offense already, he just doesn't have the kind of juice that Herbert had to to bail them out of, of bad scheme and, and injured players. He's just not there. So I, I think the Chargers season is, is doomed. The team's not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And, and Keenan Allen said all the right things. And, and when he talked to the media yesterday and said that, you know what? They are, you know, we're going to fight, right? Easton Six going to be the guy. We got to make plays for him. But the Chargers are just not a good football team. And and even with an elite quarterback, and I do think Justin Herbert's an elite quarterback. I do think he's in that class. I mean, he hasn't won, yeah. but he's got all the talent in the world. I mean, even in a down year, he's like a top seven or eight yeah. quarterback. And even with him, this is not a good football team. No. There needs to be wholesale changes. I Starting do, at the head coach. Uh, I 100%. I do not think that Brandon Sally will be back next season but the Raiders also dealing with their own injury concerns because Josh Jacobs did not participate in practice yesterday we'll see what happens today in practice but if Josh Jacobs can't go they're probably going to have to rely on Zamir White or Amir Abdullah Abdullah in this game now it's an ugly game anyway right it's it's the no Herbert for the Chargers the Raiders possibly without Josh Jacobs and looking at the way that they played I mean Devonta Adams called their Lost to the Vikings, embarrassing, and he's right. It is embarrassing when you lose three to nothing in an NFL game. I don't know what to expect from from the Raiders team either uh, tomorrow night, AJ. I mean, if if it's anything like we saw them on Sunday, it's, yeah. it's not going to be good. At least on the offensive side. I mean, this was an under game from the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the the line has dropped like a a brick. 
The game opened at 42 and a half, all the way down now to 34. So obviously, there it's been accounted for. You're yeah. probably late to the party if you're looking to get value mm-hmm. on the under here, but. Uh, this does feel like it's it's one of those games. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the, the winning team has 10 points in this game. Wouldn't shock me at all. Elsewhere around the league, the Vikings are shifting and going with Nick Mullins at quarterback over Josh Dobbs after that 3 nothing victory over the Raiders. I think this is a good move. Uh, Mullins was the backup the entire season, and if not for, injur- if not for an injury, then – he probably they wouldn't have even gone out and gotten Josh Dobbs. Nick Mullins would have been their starter. So now we get to see what Nick can do, and he's been in the system. He's been with the guys. I think he's going to maximize the talent that they have. So what's the, when the story's written on Josh Dobbs for this season? Like, was this a good season for Josh Dobbs? Was this a disaster? Like, did has Josh Dobbs proven that he's a, a worthwhile backup in the NFL? Yes. Okay, but not a starter. Okay, I mean. I I feel like that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty fair. I mean, wouldn't he? Josh Dobbs is a guy that's going to come in and he's going to win you a game or two when you need him in a jam. But he's not the guy that's going to be your starting quarterback for the entire season. Well, his last two games were, let's just, to put it kindly, they were shit. Um, They were Josh Dobbs. Yeah, but... The the QBR drop-off in the last two weeks, 19.5 and 17.7. Uh, that's after posting 89, 88, 64 mm-hmm. in his first three games with the uh, with the, the Vikings. So things were looking up for him, and then he turned back into a pumpkin here. So uh, I agree. I, I think Josh Dobbs is a guy he's worth having. It's just he's not ideal to be your starter. Not, not that I think Nick Mullins is either. But uh, I think the way the offense has gone the last two weeks, 10 points against the Bears, three points against the Raiders, Mm -hmm. it's time to make a change. Yeah, Mullins uh, spent a couple of years in San Francisco backing up with the 49ers. He was in Cleveland in 2021, but he's been with Kevin O'Connell behind Kirk Cousins for the past two seasons now. So he knows this offense, and I think that you're going to get a better performance from the Minnesota Vikings coming up uh, offensively. They play on Saturday night in Cincinnati. They are three-and-a-half-point dogs against the Bengals, total of 39-and-a-half. So you're expecting more than three points out of them i i will guarantee whoa you sure now you know what they say about a guarantee right you know i don't know what they say (laughs) you can get a good look at a t-bone by sticking your head up you know (laughs) but i'd rather take the butcher's word for it you know why would a guy slap a guarantee on the box he wants you to feel all good about yourself you know you put that guarantee under your pillow maybe the guarantee fairy will come bless you at night (laughs) yeah it's good makes a man feel good inside now I I do think that they will score more than three points here against the Cincinnati Bengals and if they don't then it's it's horrific yeah yeah that's one word for it absolutely horrific uh let's take a look at some of the other injury nuggets around the NFL with the biggest one being Tyreek Hill he is currently listed as day to day with that ankle injury, according to head coach Mike McDaniel. But more pressing for the Dolphins, starting center Connor Williams, done for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, the Dolphins need to bounce back after that terrible loss. They are nine-point home favorites against the Jets, and if they don't have Tyreek Hill, I like the Jets more and more in this game. Yeah, the offense We is saw just, what they looked like without him. It's struggling, and... We talked about this. The teams that are the teams that can punch you in the mouth are the teams that the Dolphins need to worry about. 
And at least on one side of the ball, the Jets are certainly capable of punching the Dolphins in the mouth. Mm -hmm. And uh, if they can hold them down early, I could see having some big success. Another high-end wide receiver mispracticed on Tuesday, the Bengals. Jamar Chase, non-participant in Tuesday's practice, nursing the ankle injury. He's on a short week. It may just be rest, but uh, he did not practice. And Tyler Boyd also listed as limited uh, T. Higgins, the only primary receiver who had a full participation yesterday. Elsewhere in the NFL, AJ, and, and, and this has not been confirmed, but Tom Kern, who's a, a well-respected uh, you know, NFL beat writer, works for NBC Boston now, and he's been covering the Patriots forever. He reported that the decision has already been made that Bill Belichick and the Patriots will part ways at the end of the season. The quote from Tom Curran is when they came out of Germany conversations I had that week made it very clear that a decision was made they were going to play out the string and at the end of the year there would be a parting of the ways for a variety of reasons end quote so after the Germany game that was the decision that hey it's not working out they lost, what was it? It was 10-6, I think. They lost to the Colts in uh, in Frankfurt. Yep. And then it was, we hit the bye week. We have the discussions. To, they were 2-8 and eight at that point. Season's going to be done. They they lose to the Giants 10-7. Then they lose to the Chargers 6-0. But they got a win last week against the Steelers 21-18. So here's a question. Mm-hmm. Is New England Bill Belichick's last head coaching job? Boy, I don't know. Can Bill Belichick uh, fix the L.A. Chargers? Well, this is – okay. This is another thing that Tom Kern said, that parting of the ways could also mean a trade that mm-hmm. gets worked out because there's a reason why they didn't – first of all, you just don't fire Bill Belichick in the middle of the season. No. Right? He's built I, he's freaking Belichick. It. Yeah. But another reason why you don't fire – Bill Belichick at any point is because maybe you trade him. There's value to him. Yeah, and and we've already heard reports that the, the Patriots would be inquiring about trading for Mike Vrabel with the Titans so that Mike Vrabel becomes the next head coach of the Patriots. Maybe there's a team out there that would give up some draft picks so that Bill Belichick could be their next coach. Entirely possible, yeah. Boy, this is going to be something to monitor, but... Uh, again, there, nothing has been confirmed from the team. Nothing's been confirmed from anybody. This is only a report from NBC Sports Boston from Tom Curran saying that the, after the uh, Germany game, then there was the, the, the decision was made to part ways with Bill Belichick, which is interesting because remember earlier in the season, there was the whole report. Oh, remember Belichick signed an extension in the offseason to yeah. kind of quell the rumors that he was going to get fired. So I don't know what to think anymore. I I just I can't see him back next year. I, it's hard to imagine at this point, and I I don't think I, I think that Bill Belichick is now realizing what kind of a rebuild this is. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to deal with it. Like they they missed on Mac Jones. He doesn't want to start over. He doesn't want to deal with another rookie quarterback. He he doesn't want to have to baby them. Uh, he doesn't want to have to put training wheels on another quarterback. I think he's done with that. So uh, either he's going to be done coaching. Or he's going to go somewhere where there's a quarterback who he feels like can can compete. Yeah. Uh, Robert Kraft told Rich Eisen before that Colts game in Germany, quote, this is our 13th year that I've had the privilege of owning this team. 
and I've never been 2-7. and seven. So it's really disappointing, and I hope that things would be a lot better, as I know our fan base did, and I hope today is a chance to reset and make this a much better year. This isn't what we were expecting to happen this year. And they wound up losing that game yeah. and then losing two more games. <laughs> so Patriots currently sitting at 3-10 and 10 on the season. NBA last night, LeBron James and Luka went at it as the Mavericks edged the Lakers 127-125. Luka finished with 33 points, 6 boards, 17 dimes. LeBron finished with 33 points as well, 8 boards, 9 assists. After the game, Luka, who was on the injury report prior to the game, said that everything just hurts. He's just banged up. Everything hurts. But Luca's been incredible. Like It seems like ever since he uh, he, he had that kid, he's uh, he's figured something out. I don't know what it is. Maybe he's like wanting to spend more time in the gym to stay away from the house, but he, he's, <laughs> he's looking a lot better. He's looking like the you know one of the best players in the world, which at times we've seen him look like the best player in the world. That's what we're seeing with him right now. It's interesting because you had a Mavericks team that was shorthanded last night, so really like relying – on Luka in this game. They, they played this one without uh, Kyrie. They played, you know, shorthanded, and really it was Luka playing 43 minutes in this game. They closed as two-and-a-half-point dogs and were able to pull out the upset victory. Elsewhere last night, Draymond Green with a backhand slap. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! Slap! Actually, it wasn't even a backhand. He basically spun around, and it was like a, a spinning backfist, a, a spinning roundhouse, like a front <laughs> fist. Uh, I mean, it was. It, listen, there's there's a whole highlight reel of Draymond like assaulting people on the mm-hmm. basketball court. This is added to the highlight, and he's ejected with a flagrant two. Um, my guess is there's a suspension coming with it because I mean. It, it looked like he just wanted to punch him. It was, Nurkic is, is who he was going against. He was mm-hmm. he was on his back, and it, I mean they were tussling a little, and then Draymond just spun around and tried to make it look like Nurkic spun him around, mm-hmm. but he b- basically hit him with the uh, the old uh, the palm of of his of his fist, like made a fist, but then hit yeah. him with like the palm slash wrist. And um, Nurkic falls to the ground, and Draymond ends up ejected from the game. It's 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 unbelievable for a team that's struggling. You know, they're below 500. They need every win they can get. For Draymond to put his team in this position is is not a good look for a guy who's supposed to be one of your leaders. Yeah, not a good look at all. And the Suns wind up winning the game 119-116. Also ejected last night, Nikola Jokic. His... Um, his was a little less uh, egregious of an act, <laughs> basically like arguing, uh, arguing a referee's call and, and gets ejected. It was very odd. Uh, After I just 16 minutes of play I, and 16 good minutes, nine rebounds mm-hmm. he had. I mean, he was looking good. Uh, it, it's an odd choice. But in the Nuggets case, they still pull out the win. 114-106 win. So no harm, no foul. Uh, unlike Draymond, who, you know, the, the three point <laughs> loss. Um, but yeah, this, it, it was an odd, it felt like when, when I watched the replay of it, I didn't see what happened live, but when I watched the replay, I was like, boy, what, what could he have said to get thrown? It was very odd. And the, even the bulls fans were mm-hmm. booing it. They would yeah. they, listen. They want to see these guys play with Draymond. You understand you got to throw him out of the gate. You got to get him out of the freaking building, but the, the, the fans are paying bulls fans, especially right now. They're paying to see star players come through their building They don't want you to kick out the MVP of the league, you know, halfway through. The Celtics, a 120-113 win over the Cavs. They win, but they don't cover. This line shot all the way up to Boston, laying 11.5. 
AJ, and over the Cavs. I thought for sure the Cavs must have someone out, but it, it doesn't look like they did. It looked like everybody was there. Donovan Mitchell had 29 points. Darius Garland had 26 points. Uh, but, yeah, they, they covered the spread easily by the time it's said and done, uh, mm-hmm. just losing by seven points. So a good good showing for the Cavs, but obviously a, a nice win for the uh, the Celtics at home. And Kawhi Leonard scored 31 points. The Clippers beat the Kings 119-99. Paul George left the game, though, with groin soreness. Uh Oh, it begins for <laughs> the Clippers. Now, uh, it, he'll be back, and then Kawhi will get hurt. I've mm-hmm. seen this movie a hundred times. I know where it ends. All right. We have a much larger slate on the NBA schedule for tonight. Let's highlight some of the matchups, including the Sixers at the Pistons. Detroit has lost 20 straight games. Sixers, 11 and a half point favorites in this one i think i'm gonna jump on the sixers i've got to dip my toe in it's gonna be small it's Mm -hmm. gonna be pennies but i want to know what it feels like to fade the pistons and if i if it bites me i'm gonna say i knew it i knew i shouldn't have done this it's been too many losses in a row they had to win some point have to cover at some point uh i this this feels like a a spot where the sixers can just smash though so the lakers are playing the second of a back-to-back after the exhausting game against the mavericks they are in san antonio to take on the spurs they're only laying two and a half against the san antonio team that's lost 17 straight games makes kind of makes me think there's some load management going on tonight there has to be but you know what i'm you know what i think i'm gonna do instead of laying the 11 and a half with the sixers I think it's the old money line parlay. Lakers, Sixers, and Lakers, Lakers. Sixers. I mean, that's pretty much what you should have been doing during this 20 and 17 game losing streak. If they're playing in the same night, might as well. <laughs> Pacers are at the Bucks. Milwaukee, six and a half point favorites at home. This is a matchup. This we is the saw. revenge game. Yeah, the revenge game. The Pacers winning 128 uh, 119 in the NBA in season tournament. And, you know, it's not like the uh, Pacers had a tough game uh, playing against the Pistons the night before. So uh, this will be interesting to see how the Bucks respond here against the Pacers. The Nets are at the Suns. Phoenix a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Knicks are at the Jazz. New York laying six-and-a-half elsewhere. Grizzlies at the Rockets. Houston, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Hawks at the Raptors. Toronto, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Hornet, Hornets at the Heat. Miami laying eight-and-a-half. And the Pelicans visit the Wizards. New Orleans laying seven-and-a-half. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. How's your social battery right now, AJ? I know sometimes I get drained, and it could be easy to ignore your social battery and just spread yourself too thin, you know, especially when it comes to social gatherings and maybe just things you're not in the mood for. Well, do you know the right amount of socializing you need to do to keep yourself balanced? Therapy can give you that self-awareness, and you can build basically your routine that reflects what you need personally. Everybody's different in this way. That was a big driver for me when I was in therapy. I got a lot out of it, and it's so easy here. Give BetterHelp a try. If you've said, I don't want to go out of my way to do this, it's all online, it's as convenient as can be, and it's suited to you. It's simple. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Vegas today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Vegas. AJ, it's important to me that the supplements that I take every single day are of the highest quality. And that's why ever since they jumped the board as a sponsor with us, I've been drinking AG1 because for AG1, quality isn't just a buzzword. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality 
And I love that every scoop has prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes for my gut support, B vitamins for energy. It's got the magnesium and ashwagandha for stress support, also testosterone support, vitamin C and zinc to support my immune system. I don't get sick anymore. Well, you're welcome for introducing you to AG1. Yeah, but uh, I mean, this stuff is incredible. And so many people have asked me, are you just reading commercials? No, man. AG1 is actually legit. And there's a reason why I drink it every single day. It just makes taking care of my health so much easier in general. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash SOV. That's drinkag1.com slash SOV. Check it out. Just a couple games in the world of college basketball. Tennessee gets a 74-56 win over Georgia Southern win, but do not cover. Meanwhile, Duke, 89-68 win over Hofstra. That is a cover. Uh, they were Duke was minus 15 and a half. Hofstra was, was within five at halftime, get blown out in the second half. Flip, Kyle Filipowski, 28 points, 12 boards, eight assists. In the win. Hell of a game for Kyle Filipowski. Uh, on tonight's schedule, we've got a few top 25 teams in action, starting with Florida International. They're at Florida Atlantic, number 15, Florida Atlantic, 23 and a half point home favorites. Uh, a battle of Chicago, number 25, Northwestern, minus 24 and a half points against Chicago State. Boy, I did not think I'd be seeing Northwestern minus 24 and a half points this season yet here we are here in henderson nevada at the dollar loan center right down the road from our uh, our offices here creighton takes on unlv creighton laying 13 and a half points this was my best bet on the college basketball podcast i like creighton to to dominate this game um th this feels like creighton what they do is they blow out bad teams and right now unlv is is just mm. a, a bad team and, and they keep their foot on the gas in the second half. Their last game against Central Michigan, they outscored Central Michigan 53-28 in the second half of a 45-point win. Wow. So they're not taking it easy. And you have to make a choice when you go against Creighton. They're, they're one of, if not the best perimeter defensive team in the country, allow the lowest three-point rate in the country. The alternative is going inside where Ryan Kalkbrenner's there defending the, the rim, and he's just an elite rim protector. Uh, so, I, And the Rebels are just a bad defensive team. It feels like this is going to be a layup line, uh, or really a three-point shooting mm. layup line for Creighton. So I'm going to go with Creighton minus 13 and a half. And then finally, BYU coming off their first loss of the season to Utah. They're laying 27 and a half at home to Denver. We got some big transfer news in college football yesterday, AJ. Uh, probably the biggest one being Duke quarterback Riley Leonard heading to Notre Dame to yeah. replace Sam Hartman. Yeah, this seemed like the logical fit when he announced he was leaving. This is kind of what I expected. I said it was either going to be Notre Dame or Texas A&M following his coach. Uh, Notre Dame, obviously, a, a more appealing place right now uh, to, to Riley Leonard. When you only got a, a year, uh, you, you want to maximize it, and he probably feels like that's the better place to do it. So he uh, should, should fit right in, and it actually may be an upgrade over Sam Hartman if he can stay healthy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, former Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke is going to Wisconsin. This is a big get for Wisconsin, who's struggled at quarterback, um, Listen, Van Dyke has not been what we thought he was going to be. He's not been a Heisman contender, but he's shown flashes 
And if he can if he can build on that in a place where there's a little less pressure, um, it, it seems like maybe he can blossom. And obviously, he wasn't getting the best coaching in Miami. We, we've we've seen some uh, questionable decision making come out of that that program. So, uh, good chance for a fresh start. I think I think this could be a good thing for Van Dyke. And DJ Uyunglele is visiting Florida State to meet with head coach Mike Norvell. Seems like a good fit. I mean, there obviously there's there's great weapons there at wide receiver. There mm-hmm. there's there's great weapons all around. Uh, it's just a matter of what DJ is. And I've seen some really good DJ, and I've seen some really bad DJ. Uh, Wait, going I, back to the ACC though, it's surprising. And I will say it's also what I what I loved about him going to Oregon State was I knew that Oregon State was going to be a run first team mm-hmm. and it was going to take a lot of pressure off of him but I guess if, if you're looking to get to the NFL uh, you want to go out there and throw the ball around that's what he'll be able to do at Florida State um, it's just boy that the more he throws it the more he throws it to the yeah. other team unfortunately but he does have the frame he's got the builds there's an NFL team who's going to look at him and like him uh, but it, it could be a good fit for him boy college football free agency love it you just Forget about school. You just go one year at a time. Just go play whatever whatever school you want to play for. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I, I wish they would go back to the old ways, but it, it is what it is. I'm not saying not pay the players. I'm just saying, you know, as far as limit how much they can eligibility yeah. and things like that. Cause, and then the whole thing is, well, if a coach can leave, why can't the players leave? Like, well, you're allowed to leave when your coach leaves. That's a whole different story. Yeah. But, like, the whole kid's just going to play for a different school every single year. Like, it's, it's a little ridiculous. Uh, one uh, bowl opt-out news, uh, nothing new, but we we kind of expected this. Drake May not going to play for North Carolina in their bowl game as he is entering the NFL draft, and he's going to compete with Caleb Williams for that number one overall slot at quarterback. Yeah, I, uh, I made a little preemptive bet on West Virginia about a week or two ago and mm-hmm. said, I, I'm establishing a position here on West Virginia, minus three. If Drake May does not play, which I expect him not to, I expect, I think it will move. And so far, we've seen some movement up to minus five and a half. Now, I'm guessing it ends closer to minus six and a half, minus seven uh, on West Virginia here. So uh, hopefully you got in a little early. And if not, you may still have a little bit of time to get some value there. And if you head to RJ Bell's Dream Preview podcast feed, AJ and I did our first bowl previews of the 2023 bowl season. We have a bunch of games on Saturday and then a couple of games uh Monday and Tuesday next week as we gear up for bowl season. On the ice last night, the Maple Leafs with an offensive onslaught against the New York Rangers. Just the third loss for the Rangers at home this season as the Maple Leafs win 7-3. Two goals from Austin Matthews, two goals from Mitch Marner. And so it was just a, a, a great showing That's by the assault, Toronto brother. Maple Leafs. It really was. Uh, the Red Wings, this was surprising to me. Playing without Dylan Larkin, their captain, playing without David Perron, still scored six goals as they beat the Blues 6-4. And after the game, St. Louis said, you know what? Head coach Craig Berube, you're done. Oh, just like that, huh? Just like that. Uh, he won the Stanley Cup for them a few years ago, but... He is out. He had a contract that ran through the 24-25 season, led them to the first Stanley Cup championship in franchise history, 2018-2019. Taking over will be Drew Bannister, who is the head coach of their AHL affiliate, the Springfield Thunderbirds. So St. Louis not happy with the way that they've been playing, and they have fired their head coach. Look, it's worked out. 
for a couple of teams already this season. A lot of coaches have been dismissed in the NHL, and it's worked out for them. I mean, look at Edmonton. They dismissed their coach. It took them a little bit to get going, but now the Oilers are absolutely on fire. On, they're on fire. They have won eight straight games and are just climbing up the standings. A 4-1 win over the Blackhawks last night in a battle of the Connors Bedard against McDavid. And you know what, AJ? With, with As hot as the Oilers have been climbing up those standings, as I mentioned, why not take a look at them to win the Stanley Cup? They were a favorite before the season started, and they dropped all the way down. But now winning eight straight games, they are plus 1,400 still to win the Stanley Cup. I think I like that value. It's up on the DraftKings Sportsbook right now, plus 1,400 for the Edmonton Oilers. Our Vegas Golden Knights won in overtime, 5-4 yeah, against the, the Flames. Uh, the Sharks picked up a big win at home, a 2-1 win over the Jets. The Canucks, a 4-1 win over the Lightning. They have 19 regulation wins this season. Like, that is, I mean, what, uh, or 19 wins this season, and then a lot of them regulation. It's like, what a fantastic season for the Vancouver Canucks. Let's take a look at the schedule on the ice for tonight. The Penguins playing the second of a back-to-back after beating the Coyotes at home last night 4-2. They're in Montreal to take on the Canadiens. Pittsburgh, minus 162. The Bruins are at the Devils. This is kind of split both ways uh, on DraftKings right now. New Jersey, minus 115. The Bruins, minus 105. Ducks are at the Islanders. New York, minus 238. Sabres are at the Avalanche. Colorado, minus 205. And the Jets, hoping to bounce back from this loss to the San Jose Sharks, will play in L.A. tonight. The Kings, minus 180 favorites. We have an incredible offer going on right now at pregame.com for listeners of this podcast. If you use our promo code COFFEE20, yeah, we've had that promo code before, but it's okay. Use it again. COFFEE20. It's active now. It's live. We, we press the live button. Go live. Right, AJ? That's it. Go live. COFFEE20. That's going to save you 20% off anything at pregame.com. And when I say anything, I mean anything. That includes the all-new 2024 all-access from your favorite pregame pro with the rest of 2023 bonus included. That means you can get all of next year, every pick from your favorite pregame pro, take 20% off of it when you use the promo code COFFEE20, and by purchasing that, you get the next couple of weeks for free. So the rest of December Pretty for damn free. good deal. You're right. It's included. Coffee 20. 20% off anything at pregame.com. And yes, you can use that 20% off of the 2024 all access from your favorite pregame pro. And it includes the next couple of weeks, the remainder of 2023. For AJ Hoffman, I'm Scott Sadenberg. We are straight out of Vegas. Hey, yeah.